0: Hey, welcome back to the Strong her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body, and ultimately yourself so that you can go out and be who you were made to be and do what you were made to do. Welcome to another beautiful week and another episode of the show. I hope that you had a great weekend. Uh, We did. It was definitely a little bit more social than we are usually used to. I think we tend to be kind of homebodies and honestly I really do enjoy hanging out with my husband and my kids but it's fun to see friends that we haven't seen in a while and to even really we got to hang out with some people that are kind of new friends or new relationships. So while it was a little bit out of the ordinary, definitely glad and thankful for that time and thankful to be here with you today. Uh, so this week, I want to talk about morning routines. Now, this is often one of the first things I would say my clients want to work on creating or Want to start implementing in some way, shape, or form, bringing a little bit more structure to their mornings. Now, whether they are knowing this from personal experience, um, you know, maybe they just have recognized that I need a little bit of structure, I need a good way to start my day, or they've read books, right? There are so many different books out there, or um, podcasts, or people that are really talking about morning routines and that have kind of made this concept popular. Either way, they know that they want to start implementing one, or maybe they want to kind of come back to it. So that's not something else that is uncommon, is that a lot of times clients have had a morning routine of some sort, and then for whatever reason kind of fell out of it. And so they're wanting to to kind of get back into that. Now, if that is you, if you're kind of the person that you feel like you've had a routine in the past, and you've slipped out of it, it's just so good to just kind of pause and see if you can understand what happened, what kind of triggered you or caused you to kind of fall out of that routine or out of that habit. And if you're the person that you've never really tried implementing one, but you want to, you can figure out, you know, okay, why haven't I done this in the past? Why haven't I done this before? And are there kind of some barriers or some obstacles I always think it's so good to just kind of ask yourself some questions and take that a little bit internal so that you can start to understand like what some of the potential obstacles or barriers are going to be once you do start implementing these routines. Now, I myself personally, I love mornings. I am a morning person for sure. I'm definitely the early bird, not the night owl here. And I really do enjoy having a morning routine. I notice a big difference oftentimes in the way that my day seems to go when I have some sort of anchor or some sort of routine set before kind of the day settles in, before the kids wake up, before I dive into work, all of those kinds of things. And I feel like when I start my day intentionally with a morning routine... I'm reacting less. It doesn't feel like I'm running around trying to put fires out all the time. Instead, it feels like I am choosing, I guess, the way that I want to be showing up. I'm being more intentional in my life. But when my kids were little, this was definitely not the case. If you have ever had little kids or maybe you find yourself kind of in that season right now, then you know that it is not always easy to get up before your kids do, especially If your kids are up early and you tend to be a little bit more of kind of that night owl. And it's also hard if your kids are up throughout the night and you're not sleeping well to feel like you can really get up early. But what I would find is that if my kids tended to be my alarm clock, then it kind of felt like my whole day was me feeling a little bit behind and like there really wasn't enough time to get everything done. I just remember feeling super rushed, um, kind of anxious and, um, just really reactive, I guess. And so for me, I just noticed that that was something that needed to change. I couldn't keep letting my kids kind of be the alarm clock. And so what I did was I started just waking up even 15 minutes before the kids got up. So that I could maybe get a cup of coffee, I could sit out on the back deck, I could open my Bible and just get a little bit of uh, God's word into my life, into my day. And I just felt like I was in a much better space, not only with my kids, but pretty much the rest of the world. It felt like the day was a lot less hectic. It was just such a nice way to start the day versus when the kids were coming in and waking me up. Now, a few years back, I read Miracle Morning. In fact, that was probably one of the first personal development books that I had read. And I've since, you know, read other books that talk about some sort of a morning routine, or I've heard people talk about this on podcasts. And it seems like everybody kind of has their own formula that they swear by. And I remember when I first read Miracle Morning, just trying to kind of force myself to do it the way that the author of the book was talking about. I was definitely approaching it a little bit more like a diet and kind of from that diet mentality, trying to do it perfectly, thinking that there was somehow some magic formula that I had to follow to a T, or otherwise I wouldn't be reaping the benefits of the morning routine. And so if that kind of tends to be your perspective or the way that you would approach this, then I just want to offer to you that there is not going to be a perfect morning routine that works for everybody. That works what works for me is not necessarily going to be what works for you, and sometimes even in different seasons of our own lives, what was working in one season isn't working in another season. So definitely as kind of that type A personality or somebody with per- perfectionistic tendencies, The way that I was approaching this morning routine did not create the freedom that oftentimes they talk about in these books, talking about why you should have a morning routine. Instead, it started to feel really heavy. Um, I'd noticed that I would definitely be hard on myself if I didn't, you know, do it in the right order or I didn't, you know, wasn't long enough or, you know, all of these different things. So you just want to check in with yourself and make sure that you're not approaching this morning routine the way that you would approach a diet or maybe the way that you have approached diets in the past. So please just take what I'm sharing today and really think about how you can make it your own. You want to maybe try different things, evaluate them, and make tweaks to really fit this current life season that you're in to fit your personality, to fit your life circumstances, and maybe what you feel like you need specifically in order to start your day off on the right foot. Now, I'll share with you my routine here in just a few minutes, but before we get into that, I also want to share the importance of having a solid nightly or bedtime routine as well. I think that oftentimes we think that we can just set an alarm for a certain time and get up on time every single day And if we don't or if we can't, then there is something wrong with us, right? It's like, oh, we're just broken. But your ability to get up on time, you know, and whatever that means for you, if that's five o'clock, if it's seven o'clock, whatever on time means for you, it really does depend on a variety of factors. Now, many of these factors are well within your control and some might not be. Like if your kids wake up in the middle of the night or something like that, like those aren't things that you can necessarily control. So that's where really looking at your whole life, looking at your life season is going to be important when you think about how you want to craft your bedtime routine as well as your morning routine. So make sure you are setting yourself up for success by paying attention to what time you're going to bed. Are you on your phone or tech right up until the time that you try to close your eyes? Is your head kind of busy or swirling with other thoughts or worries about either what happened that day or the next day? You just want to be paying attention to all of this stuff kind of leading up. And really before you even try to start a morning routine, you might just want to spend a couple of days kind of taking inventory of you know your current daily routine, your current morning routine, your current nightly routine. Notice, You know, maybe spend a few days kind of observing how you sleep. Are you waking up throughout the night? Can you start to kind of find triggers or patterns or different things like that? So again, you really are going to have to play around to figure out what's going to work for you as far as a bedtime routine goes, but as well as a morning routine. So here are some things to kind of keep in mind that could be sort of hindering you from being able to wake up at the time that you are. Drinking coffee too much past noon, one, this can keep you awake, especially if you're sensitive to caffeine, but caffeine can also mess with your digestion, which ultimately can keep you up throughout the night. Drinking too much water too close to bed can obviously keep you up because it'll keep you up going to the restroom throughout the night. This is actually something that I recognized about myself here over the last week or two is... I was noticing that I was waking up multiple times throughout the night and then when I started to think about it every time I was getting up I had to get up to go to the restroom and I just you know played around with that for a couple days of trying to limit you know the time within I was drinking water to when I was going to bed and I noticed that I wasn't having to wake up therefore I was sleeping better. So again this is where tracking patterns noticing triggers those kinds of things can be helpful but either drinking too much water throughout the day or drinking too much water especially close to bedtime um, may not be a, a good idea and then eating too close to bed as well so this again goes back to the digestion thing this is often where you will hear the idea or the suggestion to not eat within two to three hours of bedtime because You want, you don't want your body to be trying to process and digest food while it's sleeping. This is where we want to think about resting, right? And so this is where just being mindful of, if I eat, you know, within X period of time, do I notice that I stay awake throughout the night? And again, you can just kind of play around with when you want to have your last meal or your last snack and then, you know, two to three hours or something like that before you go to bed. Another thing, blue light. Now this is the light from our screens, from iPads, TV, phones, those kinds of things. I have read that it doesn't impact everybody the same, right? So some people can consume blue light or can be on their phone and that not really impact them. For other people, it can be hugely stimulating. So again, just kind of test that and see what you notice for yourself. I do know that you can use blue light blocker glasses and see if that makes a difference. I tend to wear those kind of throughout the day when I'm on um, my computer as well. And then you might also just want to be mindful of what exactly it is that you're watching. Again, I noticed for myself um, a couple years ago, there were some shows that I was watching at bedtime and what I was finding is that I was waking up or I was having like really vivid um, lucid dreams that were not exactly great and so for me I just knew like okay I can't watch this or maybe this isn't even a show I should be watching um, but I definitely can't watch it too close to bed so just you know kind of keeping in mind that was all kind of around the tech and there were some different pieces there to think about Another thing is that you might find your brain really busy or kind of swirling with different thoughts or worries before bed. So some things you can try. You can try journaling those things out. And this can just be kind of a reminder or sort of a placeholder for your brain that it doesn't have to try to store those things or remember those for tomorrow. You can simply journal all of the worries, all the concerns, all the thoughts everything that's kind of coming to mind and just tell yourself that you can come back to this tomorrow this just kind of gives you that verbal cue that you don't have to worry about this anymore because we've written it down we have it stored so we don't have to try to hold on to it in our brain and we don't have to try to solve it while we're sleeping Last but definitely not least, pay attention to alcohol consumption as this can really mess with sleep as well. So just noticing, you know, if you have one drink, how do you sleep? If you have more than one drink in a night, do you notice that affecting your sleep as well? All right. Those were just a few of the things that could be kind of impacting your quality of sleep. So those are some things to really just kind of maybe take current inventory on now to see how you're doing. Now, let's talk morning routine. So for me personally, this is something that I've kind of developed over time. I've taken different things from different people. It looks different for me in different seasons. Like when we're in the summertime, I have a little bit more time Um, during the school year. You know, it kind of gets pushed back maybe a little bit later because I'm trying to get the kids out the door. So again, just kind of paying attention to where you're at in your life. So how I like to start mine is with some quiet time. I spend time reading my Bible, doing my devotional, and then I like to spend some time in prayer. So just having that nice kind of quiet time. Um, and it's, so, it's sort of funny. Oftentimes my husband and I won't even talk maybe for the first hour or first hour and a half that either of us are awake. Um, Just because we're kind of in the zone, I guess. And then I like to spend a few minutes connecting with my current goal or the different dreams that I feel like I am working on. Um, I do this simply by visualizing the goal as a reality and really just sitting in what I imagine myself to feel once those goals are accomplished, right? So just really like imagining myself kind of walking through my ideal day or being in my life. At that point, And what is that like? And then how can I work to kind of bring that to my life and to my day today? Then oftentimes I will go out for a walk. Um, I, you know, try to get between 10 and 12,000 steps in throughout the day. Um, this is also a time where I will listen to some podcasts or some audiobooks. So you're kind of getting that double whammy. I'm getting some time outside, which is great. Some time in the sunshine, which is always good as well getting some movement in, but then also kind of feeding my brain with a podcast or an audiobook, um, And then last, I like to come home and then usually kind of just do a quick workout. And we are talking 30 minutes, usually tops. Um, then I'll go into my shower routine, getting ready. And then I like to finish before I jump into my workday, doing a little bit of self-coaching or journaling or reflection. So That's just kind of an overview of my routine. Like I said, that's something that has kind of morphed and changed throughout the years. Um, It doesn't always go in that particular order, but it's it's like I have kind of just those consistent anchor type activities that I like to do. So for you, when you are considering your morning routine, you want to think about what are those anchor activities for you? What are the things that you know if you did those or you think if you did those that that would really be a powerful and positive way for you to start your day you also want to consider again your specific life season right so where are you at with your family with the school year with kids those kinds of things what are the top goals or priorities that you're working on right so let's say you know if you have a goal of writing a book or something like that then maybe that's going to take priority over getting your workout done in the morning, right? So it's just really being aware of your top priorities or goals in any given season. Of course, your preferences and your own personality are going to play a big factor in this as well. So really just knowing yourself and knowing you know, how you tend to behave or show up or just different things like that, you really want to take those things into account, right? It's like if you are somebody that tends to do your best work at night and you consider yourself more of a night owl, then maybe the goal isn't necessarily to shift to being a morning person or the early bird and waking up super early, but maybe it is still having kind of a wake up time, having some sort of a routine that you can sort of slip into after you wake up. And then last but definitely not least, what are your current life circumstances? So this would be, you know, what's your time like? Um, you know, what, what's happening with the kids, with work, your schedule, those kinds of things. Now, for me personally, I do like to work out in the morning. I like just kind of getting it done. Um, for me, it's a great way to start my day. But for my husband... For example, he usually can't work out in the morning due to his specific work schedule. So if he wants to get it done, he likes to do that usually midday. So this is just an example of where what works for one of us doesn't necessarily work for the other. And it really is about thinking about your schedule, your circumstances, and those kinds of things. So you can think through what you think you would need or want to get done in the morning before diving into work or life. And that if you did this, like if you had this routine, how would it move the needle in your life or move you towards your goals, right? So you want to just think about what are those anchor activities? What are those things that would really fill your cup so that you can then go out and fill the cups of the people around you? Now, I think that the most successful or the quote unquote best morning routines are going to be the ones that you can do consistently, of course, but they are also going to include some sort of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual practice, right? So this is where you want to kind of think about those different areas. Like what's one thing that you could do? And you can always start small, right? It doesn't have to be like hours and hours and hours, but maybe it's, you know, just spending five or 10 minutes, you know exercising or five or 10 minutes in your Bible or five or 10 minutes journaling or whatever that is. So just think about those key aspects and what could you do that could start to fill your cup. Again, start small, think micro habits here, and then really look at that low hanging fruit. I know I say that when it comes to a lot of different things, but we don't need to make huge changes in order for them to be impactful. So just think about the one small thing that you could start to implement, that lowest hanging fruit. And then work to build from there. All right, that is what I have for you for morning routines. And I guess really this did address night routines or bedtime routines as well. I hope that you found this helpful. If you did, you could show some love by leaving us a review on Apple. That definitely helps kind of put the show in front of more people. You could share this with somebody else who maybe has been struggling to kind of get a morning routine under wraps. And um, if you are liking what you are hearing on this show, if you've been listening for a while, you've been applying it to yourself, but you are ready to take the work deeper, then I want to invite you to work with me one-to-one. You can email Alicia at AliciaCarlson.com to set up a chat um, so that we can really just kind of chat a little bit more about your goals, about what you're working on, and then see if working together is the right move for you in this season of life. All right, I hope you have a great rest of your day and awesome week, and I will see you again next week. Bye.